Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Tough Light Time Machine, I'm Andy Dawson, pow, I'm Sam Delaney, so what? Very quickly, first of all, Sam, um, is it okay to wish Donald Trump dead? Uh, exactly, exactly what I was thinking about on my morning run. <laughs> the whole run, I was, yeah. well, not the whole run, but 70% of it, my headspace yeah. was filled up with that question. I was going to say, were you weighed, weighed down by that because you'll, you'll be... Fitter for it. I didn't carry that on his shoulders. Have, it was like it was like yeah, when Luke has to carry Yoda on his shoulders when he's yeah. training to be a Jedi in that swamp. I mean, I didn't. I can't help you because it was something I wrestled with and I couldn't come up with an answer. And to be honest, if I did come up with an answer, I have to be honest and say I thought it wasn't okay to wish him dead. Right. Because then I thought. Maybe you're just on his level. But then you think, well, yeah. would you have wished Hitler dead because yeah, you would have saved a lot of lives? Yeah. And you probably would have saved Hitler. You probably would have killed Hitler, given the chance, if mm. you had a time machine. But, you know, is Trump... Uh, Trump is as potentially dangerous as Hitler, yeah. Well, I mean, if, if Trump had been removed from history 10 years ago or whatever, then the world would be a much better place. Uh, yeah. Uh, for me, I don't mind if he dies put it that way I'm not yes. actively wishing him dead I don't mind if he dies Preferably, I'm not going to be sad prison would be better prison would be great because then he'd be Much out of the way better. not causing and also trouble. then it's an example yeah. then it shows it, it shows that the supposed greatest democracy in the world right it shows that you cannot get away with being a liar a yeah. cheat and and utterly corrupt yeah. in the highest seat of power in the world. Because at the moment, the biggest danger that he represents is, is the fact that basically you can do what the fuck you want. Totally mm. undermines the idea of America being this beacon of freedom. Yeah. And, you know... So prison prison would be my first choice. But if he dies, I, I wouldn't mind because basically I, I really want this entire psycho drama to just fucking end. Because you know what, you know what. Obviously, I'm thinking this is a fucking power play by Trump. Has he really got COVID? I don't know. There's a one month to the election, so mm. basically, straight away he's taken out of campaigning for like a week. Well, at my least. first thing was to check when the dates are for the next presidential debates because I thought I assumed he's just trying to swerve them. But the next one's not till the 16th of October or something like that. Anyway, so if he's if he's out of action for two weeks. Let's say he's fine and he's just isolating for two weeks. Mm. It would get him out, but then it's two weeks till the next debate anyway. So it's not that. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all of it's just. There's two hook. conspiracy theories in my head. Only One two. is only two. Well, broadly. One is it's him, and he will be using this as an ex- a, a, perhaps not just a opportunity to swerve the debates, mm. but maybe an opportunity to, you know, try 
I mean, he won't get away with it, but try to delay the election. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. he'll say we can't have, it's not fair. Yeah. Because he's already lining up all of his arguments for if he loses about why it's, the, the, the result is invalid, right? Yeah. And this could be another one. Now, that's one thing, and you, you would not put anything past him. The second conspiracy theory, though, is that, you know, look at Ken, the assassination of Kennedy, right? Mm. Who, who put that job together? Well, we know. It was the military-industrial complex. It was uh, vested interests who Kennedy's policies on Vietnam, various other things, threatened, right? Was it the threatened Frank Sinatra? Their... Yeah, but he was in on it. Of course he was. <laughs> I mean, there was a... He was in charge of the musical wing. There was a cabal of individuals that included Sinatra, Colonel Sanders out of KFC. <laughs> Hamburg. Um, yeah, it's all, all these Alf Ramsey. He was fucking in on it. Don't worry about that. He was meeting them in the woods. Right? Did he see the US as a threat in the '66 World that, Cup? Mate. Is that what it was? <laughs> he did. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't remember. It was only t- about ten years previously that America had humiliated the England team in oh, a World yeah. Cup. Right, fifty, wasn't it? Yeah. And so, and Ramsey, he's he's like an I'm like an elephant. I never forget. <laughs> And even though I wasn't manager at the time, as an Englishman, it rankled with me. And of course, revenge is a dish best served cold, as we all know. (laughs) I bided my time. I plotted. I schemed. (laughs) I had my day. From the day that 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 crushing defeat, like the Count of Monte Cristo, I sat. I planned. Everything unfolded as I foresaw it, with that. Uh, in in due course, I made contact with the singer Frank Sinatra and the cook <laughs> Colonel Sanders. Colonel <laughs> <laughs> Blair Cook. <laughs> they in turn gave access to the so-called military-industrial complex. <laughs> right, they they were their interests were threatened right mm. by Kennedy in some way or another. So I thought, right, let's get him shot. Mm. So they did it. Right, President Trump with his fucking mad, batshit, fucking volatile behaviour is not good. It's not good for the any any the economy in any way because it just makes the world a more volatile place, right? Yeah. Um, he's also quite isolationist, which, funnily enough, is quite bad news for the military-industrial complex because it means he's less likely to be sending America out to war, yeah. right? Um, so they're thinking, fucking hell, how are we going to sell all our bombs and that? Right, so these days, rather than get some fucking loon up in a fucking book depository, mm. right, um, with a shotgun, and 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 Colonel Sanders on a grassy knoll with another shotgun, right, or or indeed <laughs> Alf Ramsey, it was me on the grassy knoll <laughs> all along. <laughs> Look at me! You'll never see anyone more like me capable of blending in to a crowd scene. <laughs> I am the everyman. Yeah, he actually was wearing his England tracksuit as well because there's blurry shots that that you can see if you if you dig deep into it online. Um, yeah, so I mean, if they sh- what I'm saying is if if they killed Kennedy, they fucking definitely they'll be cunts out of thinking we better kill Trump. Well, and you're not going to blow his brains out. You're no, going to give him fucking COVID, aren't you? Well, there's the theory, of course, that Melania is a Russian spy and has been all along. Mm. And I mean, you know, if she's got it, he's she got it. She does look like one. She, 
she's just obviously just slipped a bit of COVID into his into his fucking uh, monster Stirred energy drink in. or whatever that he has. He loves uh, a diet coke, doesn't he? You know they've, they've they've activated the next part of the plan via Melania, uh, and there we are. And now he's got the COVID, and we'll see what happens because obviously he's he's he potentially he could be proper fucked from this because he's an old man. Well, he's seventy four. He's, 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 he's not old. in good shape. He doesn't look healthy. I say that as someone I mean, it, who's not in good shape himself. He nearly killed. COVID nearly killed Boris. Yeah. Boris is younger. Years Don't younger. forget. I mean, we forget about it, but Boris was in intensive care on a ventilator. That is mm. serious. Really serious. In fact, if anything, Boris, probably, not that I've got any sympathy with the cunt, but he, he probably went back to work too soon. Because yeah. I, my my um, cousin's missus out in New York, she, six months, right? She's had mm. it. Six months. And Long she is, COVID. Yeah. She is young, like, like she's in her 40, but she's very fit and healthy, very fit and healthy, mm. you know, like runs marathons or the rest of it. She got it. And she is not really, I saw a thing on Instagram today that she'd gone basically for her first walk mm. in since March. Mm. Right. Um, so it just not she had the severe symptoms for like a month but then for five months she was basically unable to get out of bed yeah yeah there's a lot of that about yeah and and so basically right that's her fucking Trump he could be a dead man let's let's be honest we are just a few hours into this latest chapter so who the fuck knows where it's headed or Mm. what the actual story is or the motives behind it but basically that was my question is it okay to wish him dead? And I can't wish him. Not. I can't allow myself to wish anyone dead. But like you, I think the best thing to say is, yeah, It'll if be he dies, I'm not, I'm not going to be gutted. I'm not going to yeah. be gutted. Uh, presumably what happens then if he dies before the election is Pence goes up against... Um, <laughs> Pence goes up against uh, Biden. And Pence, who knows, he might get the sympathy vote. He might go, look, my mate died. Yeah. That was you it. Know. It's only going to boost their their vote, isn't it? I think if if he dies, and then Pence has to stand. It's kind of good though because he'll not be seen as a martyr figure. Trump, Trump won't be a martyr figure. If he goes to prison, he'll be seen as a martyr by his mm. deranged followers. But um, I think if he dies, if he from dies, COVID, his then, deranged followers will definitely say he was assassinated. Yeah, like we just have, and we're yeah. not even deranged. Oh yeah, we're deranged. Well, well we're not deranged. We're slightly deranged, no. perhaps, but not massively. We're just confused. Yeah, um, so that's that dealt with, I reckon. Um, I was just saying to you before we came on that I've just signed up for BritBox because Spitting Image is coming back this week, Ed, mm. and it's exclusively on BritBox, and you can get like a week free trial on it. I know, it. I'm thought, sorry, I, I didn't I'd react looked, well when and you, you told you me. Just, you flew off the handle, didn't you? <laughs> I've never seen you so angry. As you were, but the Have you seen the image. different side of me that you didn't Whoa. know existed? I thought, I thought someone's got out of bed oh. the wrong side this morning. Fucking, fucking hell. hell. Whoa, oh, fuck, fuck that, he said. Fucking hell, fucking spitting spitting image. image. In 2020, fuck that. I just think, I don't know what it is, spitting image people go on about too much. People forget that for about the last five years, spitting image was quite shit. It was fucking awful towards yeah. the end. Yeah, it was... It, it was like in it, its heyday was when it started, right? Yeah. Um, but all these comedies, they're sort of of their time because Spitting Image couldn't believe how fucking mad and irreverent it was. Mm. Uh, uh, but 
things seem less irreverent three decades yeah. later, I mean, four it was, decades later. It was good later. when it started because you had Ronald Reagan with the president's brain is missing each week. That was yeah. quite funny. And you had the, my favourites was Sir John Gailgood and, and Laurence Olivier. Oh, yeah. Hamming, dear, dear Larry. Every week. Yeah, that was dead yeah. good. But that my favourite was the Queen Mum. But yeah. her voice was that of Beryl Reed, wasn't yeah. it? Or something like that. That was like a massive Beryl thing at the time because no one had ever portrayed the Queen or any of the royal family or the. Anything like that. No, so it was a big All of the, they were they were fucking brutal about the royals, weren't they? And yeah. in fact, I think that actually the caricatures that they created around the royals for anyone who was like of of age in that, in that, that period still they still they're sustained to this day in your mind aren't they that's yeah, how you think of all of so them when you think of the queen you think about her own spitting image with a headscarf on don't you yeah with the corgis and you think of fergie as like yeah. super horsey yeah. and charles as a fucking maniac Nutter. dickhead well, and we'll they see. got they got andrew pretty bang on even yeah. then well he's back in the new series i think oh fucking hell um, but I thought, yeah, I'll sign up for BritBox. I'll have a look, see what it's about. You get a week free, and then it's five ninety nine a month after that. So it's so, exclusive you know, to BritBox, is it's it? Exclusive to BritBox. I don't see how they can repeat it anywhere, kind of on terrestrial telly either, because it's it's satirical, isn't it? It's up to date. It's going to be recorded this week, so you know you've mm. got to get BritBox. Have a look at it. But there's lots of other good stuff on there. I'm just having a look now. There's I thought it was just all old British TV shows. Yeah, it basically is. All the old British stuff. Uh, yeah, fuck it. Well, I'm Why sorry not? I lost my temper about it. I oh, was sceptical. Right. I was sceptical. And, you know, it. I just I just thought, well, I don't know, I haven't got high hopes for it. But now I feel, well, I'll give them a chance. Who am I to say? What well, do I'll I fucking what, know? I'll report back to you on what I think about it. And then if you want to maybe get a week's free trial... You know, maybe yeah. three yeah. weeks in, and then you'll get three episodes for now. The difference between me and you is, mate, is that on free trial situations, mm. you're the sort of bloke you're going to have a fucking alarm in your diary Absolutely. or on your phone. Yeah. You're going to get on Cancel. there. There is no way you're going to be caught out. Yeah. I'm the sort of fucking dickhead with low logistical skills yeah. who has got about a hundred fucking things that uh, I've had for years paid yeah. money out to that I don't use. So I signed up for the free trial You'll once upon a time for this forever. And I yeah. can't. That's why I'm, nowadays I'm so careful about free trial situations. All right. I mean, we could compromise. You could get the free trial, and I could put a thing in my diary and then give you send you a message when you need to cancel. Yeah. Oh, like or when I'll you told me that. to buy Match of... You do do that sometimes. Like, you reminded me to buy Match of the Day magazine earlier in the week. I did. Which I did. Yeah. And it went down a fucking dream with Len. So thank did you it? on Thanks behalf of, for, of both of us. I forgot to mention yeah. that. I was going to mention that on the podcast. League Ladders this week, boys and girls. If yeah, and that. next week as well. And next week. Because they split the teams over two weeks. You get the uh, the actual chart itself this week and some of the some of the tabs. And then you get the rest next week. Or two weeks, yeah. whenever it comes out, it's fortnightly, I think. League ladders, what's not a love about that? But as I said, you know, the lower leagues might get cancelled by November. So, you know, it yeah. depends on whether you want to invest in something that's not, you're not going to get a full season out of. Jalapeno. If you like what you've been listening to on Top Flight Time Machine, why not consider heading over to patreon.com slash Machine where you can subscribe. Uh, not only does your monthly subscription help support this podcast and keep it going, it also gives you access to a huge amount of extra exclusive content. Loads of extra episodes, yeah. You'll be getting an episode a day. And Pretty it much. costs less than a fiver. Less than a pint. Whether a you month. like it or not. 
Go to tftimemachine.com slash iron filings to find out more and get involved. There's t-shirts and everything. I mean, for fuck's sake, what more do you want? Jalapeño. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Jalapeño. Talking of football, I saw mm. uh, Lampard had a row again, this time with his old um, mentor, Jose Mourinho. Oh. <laughs> I didn't really pay that attention funny, to it. it. I've not paid I attention mean, to this La- week's Carabao Cup at all. Lampard just... I mean, literally, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. We mm. first started taking the piss out of Lampard after the first Spygate thing with Bielsa, which is quite yeah. a long time ago now. Yeah. Since then, he just fucking is the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. I mean, every ga- every game this season so far, he has had the ump about something or with someone. Yeah. Like the players, the opposition, the mm. the manager, fucking everyone. What was and the uh, so what was this week's about them? I saw, I saw Mourinho uh, running in to get Eric Dyer off the bog. I saw that. Oh, that was good. Yeah, that was good. Um, it was. I don't know actually. I just saw it, but it appears to be that first of all, I think it was because I think it was something like Lampard was coming. Uh, he thought that Mourinho was coming out of his technical area. Yeah, some obviously something oh, trivial. Fucking hell! But really? clearly, clearly, fucking. Can you imagine? how Mourinho has set up shop inside fucking Lampard's mind rent-free. Yeah. I mean, him him uh, easily as much as Bielsa. I wouldn't be surprised if him and Bielsa were mates, first of all, and they'd probably exchange notes, right? Yeah. But Mourinho's like, I know this I know this boy since he's a little baby. It's easy for me. <laughs> I'm inside of him. I made I'm him what he is. Of him. I'm all the time inside of him. Hello, little Frank. Don't call me Little Frank. I'm the manager here now. Like you were once upon a time, but times have changed. Yeah, that's right. It's nice they give you a go. It's not a go. Mr. Abramovich says I'll probably be the manager forever. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, Frankie boy. You enjoy yourself while you can, yeah? <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. It's basically... But I will enjoy myself, actually. Thank you very I'm much. I enjoy myself very much. I hope you'll enjoy yourself too at Tottenham. Even when we're losing, I'm still enjoying it. Better than a proper yeah. job. Can't you see by my serious face? That's the face I pull when I'm having fun. He, uh, he, he, uh, mother says I'm not to smile too much because it shows weakness. He, uh, she says you've he, got a very good and important job and you're very lucky, but you're not to show off because people will get jealous of you. So I don't smile too much. There are a lot of jealous and bitter people in the world. 
just because they're stupider than me and they have a smaller house than me and their wife is less attractive than me, they want to be mean to me. But it's just they're sad little people. But it's important for people to know that I'm important and that the world should know that I work hard. And the reason that I have more money than them is simply because I'm willing to work harder than them. And that is why I always take my briefcase to work with me in the morning. And sometimes I even bring it to the match day. But Jody Morris, who's my little assistant man, says I'm... My best friend, he looks after me. If I get into any trouble or any fights, Jody's there to help me out. He's discouraged me from bringing it out onto the touchline and sitting with it in the box or standing in my technical area with the briefcase. Who knows what I might need out of there? My calculator to do some tactical sums, my notebook, my Kindle. My compass. <laughs> my Jody, laminated tactic Jody sheets. says he'll look after my compass for me in case he needs to use it. I don't know who it was. But someone took a compass from out of my bag, heated up the the pinny bit on it and melted a rude word into the plastic covering on my laptop case. I won't say the word because it's vile and ghastly. But I know they did it because I saw bits of melted plastic on the spike on the end of my compass. In fact, I've already said too much. I don't want to give them the oxygen of publicity. I asked Jody if he'd seen anyone take it, and he said no. It's strange because the only other person who has a co- the code to my to my lock on the briefcase is Jody, but it can't have been <laughs> him. Or as I say, he's my best friend. <laughs> I'd love it if Frank stood in the technical area with a briefcase <laughs> with these fucking sandwiches in it. But um, you know, like Jose, fucking legend, right? The little power plays, like when it went to penalty shootout, Frank's standing, like looking really like serious, staring mm. at his players in tech area, right? Really serious and quite tense. And he's got Jody and a couple of other f- fellas around him. And uh, and Jose strolls over, dead casual, right? Mm. Puts his hand on Frank's shoulder and squeezes it. <laughs> in an ever so slightly patronising way yes right leans in and says things. he says good luck and gives him a little wink right and then up. does the same does the same to Jody and the others right wishes them the best of luck it's fucking great <laughs> fucking sensational the king of the shithouses Jose Mourinho get off my shoulder <laughs> hey what's the matter pussycat I'd just be nice to you. Don't you remember the good times? Me and you win the league together. It's fun times, yeah? Just come over. You're like son to me. Baby little son. You're not allowed been... to touch me while the matches in play. It's in the rules. <laughs> we can shake hands or touch elbows afterwards, but not during play. Hey, come on, Frankie boy. Look at that. Give us a nice big smile. I'm surprised you didn't come over and grab him by the cheek and pinch his cheek. Look at that. Show me them dimples you used to show me back in the old days. You remember? You remember when we used to get you up on the table in the canteen at Cobham and you do a little dance for us? Come on, Frankie. I clap the tune and you do a dance. With your shiny shoes? Yeah, you used to... In the shiny shoes with the nice silver buckles that I bought you. Remember I bought you that? After after you were top scorer in my second season? I get. I say you scored over twenty goals this year, Frankie boy. I get you the shiniest shoes in the whole shop, and I get it. <laughs> uh, we used to call you Fleetfoot Frankie. 
And you ah. used to love it. You I love don't the remember. Attention. I don't remember any of that. You get up on the table and we used to sing your favourite song. So what was it? That one from what that film you like? Sound of Music. <laughs> Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Come on, Frankie. <laughs> Stop singing that song. You're ruining it. <laughs> I'm not Fleetwood Frankie anymore. I'm Frank Lampard, manager of Chelsea Football Club. I'm Mr. Me Frank such- Lampard. I'm Mr. Francis Lampard, Esquire, manager. <laughs> Not just here coach, are my, I'm manager. Here, here are my coaching badges. I have them in my briefcase. <laughs> if I was a baby, would I have those? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he absolutely fucking owned him, Marina. Yeah, I mean, fuck. that is like, and that's an unfair fight, really. Mm, I mean, he must have been relishing it. Definitely. I mean, Chelsea haven't started that well, have they? I, I don't know if Frank's going to last the season. I think the wheels well, are going to come off. The thing about football managers, why I always say is you always you can always judge a manager on how they how they do when things start to go wrong. Yeah. And some managers, right. like in the past, thinking of Chelsea, Dimitio, he's he was mm. at Chelsea, he was at West Brom, was he at Villa as well? I think. Yeah, and maybe. It, yeah. It kind of went into a tailspin every time he was a manager. He did, he did all right yeah. at first, and then he couldn't turn it around when it went tits up. And we've never seen yeah. what Frank's like in those circumstances. He was quite no. average at Derby. And then he yeah, had a good just... season last season at Chelsea. But you don't know what it's going to be like. Can he turn it around if it starts to go tits up? I see a no. Yeah, well, he's been an underdog. I don't think when he took over at Derby, he was expected. To, it was he, They weren't one of the clubs. It was like, you have to go for automatic promotion. I don't well, know. No, I don't know. I think they were. I think because right. they'd been bouncing around sort of like playoff places. And I think they thought he was okay. going to get them the next level. When well, he got into the playoff final, he got into the playoff final, and then yeah, and then last season he was he was on a win win situation, yeah, because no one expected hit, him to it? get into yeah. Europe because, and um, so this is the first time he's had proper pressure. And the thing is, I get a strong <laughs> sense that he is someone who just loses his fucking he can't marbles pressure. quick. No, he can't. No. Well, he's just like if you think, but the, it, it, he's, you li- see, you get he's lived a charmed but- life. It's been Since demonstrated. Was... You know, we've seen countless incidents where he's just yeah. fucking, he's been a Lampard. I you say know. he's led to charmed life. I should say about Frank Lampard is, in some ways, he had it tough at West Ham because the fans at West Ham, when he started, were always going to give him extra stick because yeah. of who his dad was, right? So it was hard for him. Then he moved to Chelsea, and he I have to say one thing about him, although I think he's a dick, it is mm. the way in which he basically, rather than let all that shit get to him, he mm. he basically through hard work turned himself into one of the best midfielders yeah. in the world, probably for a period the the best right certainly in the Premier League and it was like an incredible phenomenal career and mm. it, that was based really on hard work that sort of took him beyond what his ability might have naturally taken yeah. him to and so he obviously is a you know exceptional in that regard but because he was such a top player for such a long period. And then he went into management and straightway got a, a pretty decent job for a first job in management, Derby County. Yeah. You know, you'd usually have to wait for that if you weren't a big name. Then goes straight to Chelsea and gets a free hit the first year. So real pressure starts now. And like you say, we've seen him buckle mentally mm. under quite mild pressure. Here we are. And he is flipping <laughs> his shit every week at the moment. Every week he is doing... I mean, it's only a matter of time before he does something on a level with like <laughs> Nigel Pearson at Leicester... Or Kevin Keegan, 
<laughs> like who are the ones you've really seen just fucking lose it? You, you look, you're talking Keegan in their first time well, at Newcastle, Pearson, yeah, at Leicester. Pearson's done it verbally and physically in the yeah. past. Um, Benitez, when he started listing all the um, facts, yeah. yeah, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah, Benitez can lose it. Some sometimes, sometimes managers just fucking lose it, yeah. and uh, and I think that. Fingers crossed. Again, it's like I don't wish death upon Trump. I certainly don't wish harm or mental illness on on anyone, and certainly not Frank Lampard. But that said, it seems to be coming. If he just if he snaps, <laughs> if he snaps, I don't want it to be a serious issue. But if he just has a one off snap in a press conference or an attached line, that's going to be entertaining. If I was a betting man, I would put a bet on us having to assemble an emergency podcast about Frank Lampard yes. at some point this uh, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's going to fucking swing for someone <laughs> and it might be Bielsa. <laughs> I think it's December, isn't it, when they're playing each other? Like we looked it up. That just seems like, like just like, the right time. Loads of things are funny that are happening to Chelsea. Like, um, didn't a player just fuck off and decide that he was going to watch the second half on the coach. I don't know. I've not been following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was um, it was someone like Alonso. And really? And he, he, he subbed him at half time. Right. And second half, I think it was a bit chilly and Alonso thought, fuck watching this on the bench. <laughs> sit on the bus. <laughs> I mean, subbed at half time. I'm going to go and sit on the luxury fucking on the coach. Telly. Make the most of it. <laughs> Stick the telly on in there, mate. Till Lampard went, Lampard went fucking mad about this. Really? You can't sit on the coach. You have to sit on the bench. It's part of the 40-point rules I laminated and handed out to everyone at the beginning of the season about player conduct. I thought I told Eric, the coach driver, not to let anybody on until I got <laughs> yeah. on after the match. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry about that. I, I fell a kick, didn't I? <laughs> Door was wide out when he just got on. Yeah, I didn't know. Tricky Spanish cunt. He snuck him before behind me back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely going to get worse before it gets better. Can we do the uh, mm. predictions before we wrap it up? Yeah. This weekend? Um, we've got... I'll go first, if you like. Arsenal versus Sheffield United. Mm. I reckon this is going to be 2-0 to Arsenal. I'll say 3-1 to Arsenal. 3-1 to Arsenal for that for you. Uh, then we've got Manchester United versus Tottenham Hotspur. Spurs' fourth game in seven days. Fucking hell. Uh, Mourinho is angry. 2-1 two, two, Man U. 2-1 to Man U, says Sam. I reckon this is going to be 1-1. One, one. Yeah. I think Josie will go there just with the intention of not, not losing. Uh, Leicester There's versus- a great bit on the all or nothing. That yeah. I've been going on about where they play United, right? And it's I think it's the first time he's faced them, and it's one yeah. of those things where they show the precise way. The one thing they don't show a lot of, which I reckon must have been the contract, is to in his team talks they show a lot of. They only show the superficialities, like him going, "Come on, we can do this," but they won't. They, right. He's got a board behind him. The they won't show any insight to him doing the detail of the right, tactics. Yeah. But there is this great bit where he goes, "Listen, I think they're leading," and he goes, "Listen." He goes, second half, they're going to bring Pogba on. Mm. He said, when Pogba comes on, the quality of their passing is going to improve. Mm. He said, and what he will look to do is pick the ball up in areas like this one here. And he points to a really specific part, like deep in their own half on the right, almost right back position. And he goes, he'll pick it up here. He goes, and he will play 
uh, passes through diagonally to the to Rashford, right, mm. like this. He goes, and it's right across. It was quite a, it wasn't like an obvious pass, right? It was a fucking 40-yard sort of thing. He goes, look at that. Yeah. He goes, because that's what he'll do when he comes on, and you've got to try and shut it down before he gets a chance to do that, because mm. that'll damage us. And uh, they go, yeah, yeah. And they, they all get up and walk out. And you can see he doesn't think they've listened properly. And he goes, all right. He goes, and uh, oh, and don't let don't let Popper shoot. When Popper comes on, don't let him shoot. He will shoot from the edge of the area. Shut the shots down. And they're all walking off. And you see him thinking, like, fuck's sake, did they hear that? And then it just cuts to the game. And Popper comes on. Yeah. And he gets the ball in the exact that. position, <laughs> Mourinho said. And he plays the exact ball. And it leads to a goal-scoring opportunity. <laughs> then he gets the ball on the edge of the box and shoots. I can't remember if he scores, but he certainly gets a shot yeah. off exactly where yeah. he said. And Marino's going mental on the touchline. Fucking hell. And, and then he gets the ball and he dribbles and Dyer takes him down for a penalty as well. Yeah. And it's like, it's fucking amazing because what was funny was he was his bet noir, wasn't he? That was the whole, one yeah, of the of key yeah, themes yeah. of what went wrong at United was his relationship with Pogba. Yeah. And then it's interesting that he, when he manages against United, all he talks about is the threat being Pogba. Weird. Mm. Anyway, anyway, Leicester West Ham. I'll go first on this. Uh, yeah. Leicester West Ham. Oh, mate, 2-0 to Leicester, I reckon. 1-0 uh, West Ham. Oh, brilliant. What did you predict for West Ham Wolves last week? I can't remember. I can't I remember either. I've deleted it now. We've beaten 4 0, just so everyone I think knows. I probably said a Wolves win. Or a draw. Oh, yeah, I think like so. I would imagine I you would have said a, a Wolves win. win. Charlton versus Sunderland. Um, I'm afraid I'm going to have to say 2 1 to Charlton. 2 1 to Charlton. Now, given that Charlton have just signed Marcus Madison, who left. Uh, Peterborough last season and is a highly rated League One player and is a Sunderland fan. I'm going to go two 0 Charlton Madison to score on his debut. Yeah, he will. That would just be so fucking Sunderlandy. Um, Swansea Millwall. I'm going to uh, go. Swan- yeah, go. I'll go one nil Swansea. I'll say two one Swansea. I'm shadowing results spot on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Tactical predictions. That's it from this one um, all I've got to say is BBC 4 tonight Top of the Pops 1990 kicks off with an hour long documentary about 1990 and, Ooh, and an hour one of my favourite years best 1990 hits so that's going to be worth watching isn't it Friday I'd say you a good one a good 1990 hit go on that was a number one in 1990 there was loads of really good ones yeah. but um, Beats International that'd be good that'd to be me that'd be good to me yeah exactly That'll be on there, I reckon. And um, yeah, that's that's basically it. Enjoy your weekend, dickheads. See you, dickheads. Keep it cunty. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.